Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning, values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is J.K. Elkin, an attorney with Spicer Restroom Law Firm in Nashville, where she serves as legal counsel to small to mid-sized businesses and healthcare professionals. Following law school, J.K. practiced at Spicer Restroom and was named partner in 2001. She put her law practice on hold in 2007 and took over her family business, where she learned how handy it was to have a law degree. After selling the business, she returned to Spicer in 2017. On today's podcast, we will be talking about the relationship of fathers and daughters working together in a family business. Well, hello, J.K. Thank you for joining us on Family Business Today. Hey, Greg. How are you? I am doing well. It's a great day and to spend time talking about family business. We really appreciate your joining us today. Um, a, in a 2014 study showed that women, mostly daughters, are increasingly being selected to take over their family-owned businesses. Among the conclusions of one of the studies, women in leadership, the family business advantage by uh, EY, the former Ernst & Young, and Kennesaw State University in Atlanta, one of the most compelling was that 70% of family businesses are considering a woman for their next CEO, and 30% are strongly considering a woman for the top spot. So, J.K., you put your law practice on hold in 2007 and took over the family business, the National Dance Clubs. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, sure. Um, my dad uh, decided that he wanted to retire, and we all thought that he had a succession plan in place, but what he really had was an idea. And when it came right down to it, um, there really wasn't any way for him to fulfill that idea at the time. So we went through a list of people who could purchase um, the business, but I was not willing to let it go to someone who did not also have capital. Mm -hmm. And so when we got through a day-long discussion of going through many, many people who might fit the bill, we came up really empty-handed. And at the end of the day, he said, well, you could do it. And I thought about it, went home, talked to my husband, came back to him the next day and said, I'll do it. Very, very, very interesting. And so you ended up staying there for about 10 years. And and what was the outcome of that? You went back into the law practice. Did you sell the company? Uh, what, what, was, what, what was the outcome of that? We did. We did ultimately sell the company. Um, uh, a buyer came to us who had capital and also could run the business, which was very important to my dad that it be taken over by somebody who really wouldn't just get into it and lose their shirt, that they could actually run it because it's a niche sort of business. Mm -hmm. And so okay. that that came upon us. And again, I just thought about it overnight and thought, well, I have another great career that I can always go to. So mm -hmm. we did get the build business sold. 
Okay, very good. Well, thanks for sharing that. So you already were working uh, outside of the family business, and you came back for a specific purpose of helping your dad through the succession uh, planning, and it sounded like it was something that you made pretty quickly. But so you so you arrived on the job. What were the biggest personal challenges you faced in joining the family business at that time? Well, one of the largest that we knew going in was the staff. Uh, accepting me, I was basically installed. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a problem. Um, You know, one of my brothers did not understand how I could make the transition into the family business. So that was a bit of a struggle. And I could not have done it if I didn't have such a deep bench. My dad was there. Another brother was there to help me. I mean, I'm the black sheep of the family because I wasn't in the business. Everybody else in my family was in the business. Mm -hmm. So I had lots of people to lean on. So in addition to you, then you had your dad was in the business. You had one brother in the business, and you had some brothers that weren't in the business. Is that correct? I had uh, one brother who was running his own studios and another brother who developed uh, custom software that is specifically for the application of running dance studios. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom had worked in the business for years. Uh, our, uh, my niece, um, there were just, and my niece was actually working there at the time and she, she uh, runs her own studio now in Atlanta. So a lot of people to help me. Okay, so a real family business. <laughs> exactly. A lot of a lot of people there. So so that was uh that was the challenges. Uh so uh you had worked outside of the company, now you were working in the family business. In your opinion, what was the best thing about working in the family business as compared to working for someone else? Um I guess I guess just building something with family. Mm-hmm. Um, building, building something with lasting value, learning a lot about, um, how your family operates because mm-hmm. it's intertwined with the business and the family mechanism. They all sort of mesh together. Hmm. Very interesting. So, uh, you had all this family in there and everybody was giving you their advice <laughs> as far as, uh, uh, uh uh, whatever this trans succession plan was going to look like. So who were your mentors that you went to to seek advice from outside of your family? Well, the structure of the studio is such that it does have um, supervisors. And so um, there were very skilled, um, long-term uh, supervisors there to help. Uh, my dad ran businesses that many of the core staff stays for a long time. Our receptionist had been there for 15 years Mm -hmm. uh, when I got there. One of my supervisors, who is the most fabulous woman in the industry, had been there for, gosh, at least 15, 20 years. I know she started working for my dad right out of college. Um, We had traveling coaches that came in who had been working with us for years and years so again, we we had a lot of really good core that my dad created. Very good. So so yeah, there was uh, you had a good bench strength. I like that term. Yeah, that's very important, and that they were willing to to stay as well. So um, uh, so tell me what this statement uh, uh, means to you. 
you're an attorney today with Spicer Rustrum Law Firm, but research shows that daughters who succeed in family businesses seem to be more inclined to leave the family home and family business to follow their own perceived destiny. So how does this statement relate to you in your career? Well, I guess it would relate that I initially was not in the family business. Um, it Dancing um, did not come naturally to me as it does some of my other family members. But my dad was very clear that he didn't want to force any of us into the business. He wanted us to choose it. And I was good at certain things that led me to the path to law school and then to litigation, which for a woman, that's a pretty um, that's a, a, a pretty tough task um, in and of itself. And I had a great career in litigation before I then transitioned to the family business. I see. Okay. Thank you very much. So, um, uh, so you're an attorney and you're into litigation, which sort of uh, helps out in a family business. Uh, so you had some brothers, your father, uh, your your, mo- your mother in, in the business there. So, um, I know that everything wasn't always perfect. So, how did how did you guys deal with disagreements on business issues? Well, I guess that's kind of funny. Um, Kind of how we deal with issues in the family. I guess we talk to each other, sometimes yell a little bit, <laughs> go go away and think for a little bit, and then you know come back and find a resolution. Because in for our family, at the end of the day, us sticking together is very important. And so finding our way back to unity was always very important. And so something that we always tried to get back to. But we're all very strong personalities. My dad raised us that way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can get on to each other and after each other. But we also know that at, at, at the bottom line is we'll always stick together. Very good. Very good. That's that's neat. So uh, so you had you had uh, some some brothers in the business and then and yourself in the business. So. What are your thoughts on this whole idea of father-son versus father-daughter relationships in a family business? Were you well, treated, we were you treated had, any differently? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. I, I think the way that I do things might be different because I am a woman, and now I'm going to pick on men for a second. Sure. But even in the litigation sphere, I think I'm a better negotiator because I think I'm able to Ego is not that important to me. Uh, And maybe that's just me and not all women in general, but I do think that a lot of times for men, that ego can really get in the way. Mm -hmm. And and you're not a great problem solver when the ego is in the way. And so actually my middle brother, who was not so keen on me coming into the business, he had his own businesses because he couldn't find a way to fit under dad's umbrella anymore, which was okay. I mean, everybody was still supportive, but it was a very, it was a difficult time and it was a difficult transition. And his opinion of what happened is a little different than other people's opinions of what happened. But be that as it may, it it was just, it, it was a different struggle for him to go through with my father and even my older brother, who went the software route, had difficulties 
mm-hmm. under the umbrella. And that's not to say that dad and I had a perfect relationship either, because it's hard. Sure. Um, but I think mine is just a little different. And I'm just chalking that up to the way that I handle disagreement or strife or even um, somebody trying to push me. I see. I see. So you may have mentioned it just a little bit, but uh, did you find that your dad treated you differently uh, as a daughter versus uh, your brothers? I do think so. I Mm -hmm. I think he treated me differently and the the reactions that he got from me would be different than what he got from the guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you. So uh, our listeners are family businesses. What are some of the things that you learned about about working in the family business that might be helpful to our listeners considering joining their family business? They haven't joined yet, but uh, they're considering it. Yeah. Number one, um, first, I think they should look and see what the structure of the business is, what all the moving parts are, where they might be able to fit in and help, but also what caught us and what shouldn't have caught us was the fact that there was no succession plan. And that is vitally important. And me as the attorney, you know, and I had asked my dad many times, uh, okay, what's the plan? I've got the plan. This is what the plan is. But when we really sat down and went through it, it was an idea. Mm -hmm. It was not a plan. And that was a very big deal, which caused problems in and of itself. But I do think talking to each other and meeting regularly and and letting people blow off steam and being emotionally mature and understanding that everybody's got a position and everybody's got a thought and 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 their thoughts not wrong if it if it doesn't jibe with what you think. Mm -hmm. So try to work through those processes and maybe have a third party help you. I had told you that if I had known you existed at the time we were going through this, (laughs) I would have definitely called you because having, it's almost like the way I view me, having an attorney, an impartial someone Mm -hmm. to help you was very, uh, would have been very beneficial to us. I mean, it wouldn't have made everything perfect, but I think it would have made things better. Very good. So... So you're saying that, because um, I know some research says that uh, less than 40% of uh, businesses that are planning on transitioning in the next uh, five years uh, have uh, even started planning any type of su- succession plan. So uh, you're saying that that's really, it's it's not something to consider. It's something that's an essential to the success of the business, whether you're going to sell it or you're going to transition it to the next generation. Yes. I mean, we, I think we lost key people because they didn't know what was going to happen in the years to come with my dad. He was such an incredible driving force that I do think people uh, would look and say, well, what happens after he's gone? If we had had a, a strategy, um, a real strategy about what was going to happen, I don't know that I ever would have been in the business. I loved it when I went in and did it. It was fabulous. I learned a lot. But had we had a plan in place, I don't. I don't know that I would have been in there. Hmm. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing. That's that's awesome. So, uh, 
so for the daughters out there, uh, specific, specifically who are considering joining uh, uh, her family business, whether it be working with her mother or with her father, what specific advice would you offer to a daughter? I would say be yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. Be strong, number two. Mm-hmm. And know what you're talking about. Get educated understand what value you can bring and don't back down. If you think it's the right thing to do or the place for you to go, then get in there and get to work and prove yourself. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, you know, I have three daughters, so I really respect that. Uh, you're, that's great, great thought there. So, uh, so on the other side of it, so mom or dad are, are thinking about inviting their daughter to join the family. What advice would you have to mom and dad? Well, hopefully they know their child's strengths and weaknesses. Don't put them in a place where they're going to fail. Um, I would say that if you do have a family or you know a big family involved like mine, Maybe some some pre-planning would be in order to to talking to each other and finding out where you think people would fit in. Or maybe somebody you thought didn't want to come into the business does. Mm -hmm. So there's room. There's room for a lot of people and a lot of personalities. And it actually can be a blast. Um, But you need to manage it just like anything else to do it right. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you mentioned something there about uh, a large family with brothers and si- sisters and everything. How, how, how did the, this whole idea of, of treating uh, your dad, of treating uh, your, his children fairly versus treating them equally uh, play out in your family? You know, we were never treated, quote unquote, equally. Okay. Um, my parents didn't believe in it. If one of us needed something, then that person got what they needed. Um, It it was very fluid because it was just based upon needs, really, not even so much wants, although we had everything that you could possibly want. I don't don't know that we, we ever focused, though, on equality, that because I don't, and it's just my personal belief i don't know how you can make things equal we're all different we all want different things right so they were more focused on who needs what at any given time and that's how we operated very good very good very good thank you so jk you um you know one thing i I remember uh both growing up around um the dinner table with my mom and dad, uh, my dad, a businessman, and the conversation goes on. And then years later, working with my dad in our family business and our children at the table, um, all the conversations that, that would go on. So what did your family talk about during Sunday dinner? Um, a lot of business, which <laughs> a actually, business. a lot of business, which actually I think sometimes was not as helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sometimes it led us into uh, troublesome discussions, especially when we're trying to be a family at a family occasion. Um, 
to bring in business, especially when there's strife and disagreement, then kind of soured the mood. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we were growing up, my dad was always giving meetings. Um, He was a Dale Carnegie trainer, so he was always giving meetings. And those were good, but those were life lesson type meetings. And those were fabulous. You know, he would tell us, you outwork everybody because that's what makes you successful. But dealing with specific problems or things that were going on in the business, we really tried to shy away from because it just, it, it ruins the day. And there's plenty of time at work to mess with those things. Mm-hmm. And so how about your mother? When uh, uh, What was her role at the dinner table uh, uh, with those conversations? Was she the one who would say, this is enough, no more business, we're going to talk about our, our children, our grandchildren or whatever? Or was she right in there with you talking about the business as well? My, my mom is kind of more of a quiet type. I think she is the opposite of all of us and my dad especially. My mom is very quiet. But what she says and when she says it have lots of impact. So she would let us go pretty good um, until she felt like it was time for everything to be done. And then she would say, everything needs to be done. And we all would listen. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. So uh, what's the next big thing on your agenda? The next big thing, I'm, I've, I've basically launched a uh, new line of business uh, with the firm, uh, Executive Legal Ops, okay. powered by Spicer. And what I'm trying to do is take all the things that I learned working in the family business as that CEO with a law degree and help other small businesses navigate the challenges that they face. Um, big, big companies have lawyers, every agreement you're going to sign as a business owner, the other side has a lawyer. You should have someone to represent and help you. And hopefully that will be me, but I do it on a subscription service at reasonable rates because I understand how business operates. So it's really, I hate, I can't use the word because it has legal terms, partnership, but that's some of my best clients. That's what they call me, their partner. Mm -hmm. And they say, let me check before they do anything. And I'm able to help them navigate those things that worry them in their business. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And so uh, uh, where, where could someone find something about that? Is her web address or? Uh, LinkedIn right now is the best place to find me. Julie okay. Carroll Elkin on LinkedIn. Um, okay. Very good. Very good. So, um, you know, you're a dancing studio. I've heard rumors that uh, that you've become a pretty good dancer with, with some of the things like Feed America First and so forth. Uh, is, is that what you enjoy doing with your free time, or could you give us a little insight into that side of JK? Sure. Um, Dancing is wonderful. As I said, I I don't come to it naturally, but I did love doing it, um, working at the club. I did shows with the with the students and the staff. And it's just a fabulous experience um, to ballroom dance. Uh, It's unlike anything else on the planet, but it does change you as a person for the better. And you're watching everyone around you change as well. So that was super neat. But me for myself, um, 
we uh, we bought a farm recently, so I'm now a farmer, which okay. I don't always look like it, but I am kind of a dirty girl, and I and I like it. I like the farm. I like the horse. Um, so uh, that that's the thing that makes me happy, probably. Oh, cool. Well, thanks thanks for sharing that. So, so uh, Jake, anything else you want to add before we uh, wind uh, down this uh, this program? Um, I just want to encourage, you know, all all girls, ladies, women. Uh, I know it's difficult uh, for them sometimes, but you know, be true to who you are. Be comfortable with who you are, and then go out there and be awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, J.K., thank you for being our guest on Family Business Today. To learn more about uh, J.K. Elkin and Spicer Restroom, visit their website at www.spicerfirm.com and also uh, connect with J.K. on LinkedIn. Thanks, Greg. Thank you very much. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Today podcast. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business located in Nashville, Tennessee, Our passion is to help families deal with the unique challenges of working together in a family business and planning for a successful transition. As a special gift for joining us for today's edition of Family Business Today podcast, we would like to send you a free copy of 80 Questions Every Family Business Owner Should Answer. This assessment tool will help you to, first, identify your business and family strengths and weaknesses, second, establish your priorities, And third, work on your business rather than in your business. Send us an email today to info at tncfb.com and simply say 80 questions. To learn more about the Tennessee Center for Family Business, visit our website at www.tncfb.com. Until next time, have a great day. 